I'm enjoying quality sausage. And you want to ask me about Bray Wyatt? This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this thing. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful and magical... Oh, God. Still the nuts. They're stuck in my throat. <laughs> no, I, I, I had a bunch of cashews right before we started, and now they're kind of like lodged in my throat. So, hold on, cheese. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say your, your band singer is in your house right now. No, no, no. Yeah, Chris, Chris makes money the, the old-fashioned hard way. Yeah, do it yourself, right? <laughs> anyway, you're listening to Marketing Out Pro Wrestling Talk. By pro wrestling fans, you can listen to this and all past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, MarkingOut.com. What else can you find it on? Oh yeah, oh, I was supposed to do this last week and I didn't, so I'm gonna do any. I'm gonna do it now anyway, because as you say, if if you comment on the page, I will give you. I will shout out. So hold on, we have to go back to episode 120. Going to it. Okay, Kelly Marie, which I'm assuming. Is somebody that Heel Franklin knows. Awesome, What's up, Kelly? <laughs> awesome show. You guys all work so well together, and Heel Franklin is hot. He thinks I texted him. I was like, "Who? Who's working with you?" He's yeah. Like, he goes, "Bullshit. Who? Who did you guys get to do that?" Okay. Yeah, definitely a uh, like friend of his or himself. And, and then last week's episode, Andrew F wrote, uh, "Look out on the left, on the left of the non-camera side on SmackDown this week. I made a marking out sign. You never know." It might get on TV! Exclamation point. And if we don't if we don't talk about him enough on the show, our buddy Eric at Montreal Broski said another great show from the Markin' Out crew. You guys never let a Broski down. Keep it out. Markin' Markin' Out's number one mark at Montreal Broski. Rate, comment, subscribe, like, follow, and listen. You know, I gotta I gotta disagree with that. I think I might be Markin' Out's number one mark. Yep, you are, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chris. When are you going to put up the episode? When is it going to be up? Huh, okay, guess <laughs> what, Dave? This yep. hasn't been done in, in fucking months. Yep, because know, now that Brand, now Brandon has the control. Yeah. Before it even goes up, Brandon listens to it. No, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. yeah. No, sometimes if there's something that really, like, I really want to hear again, I'll, I'll play it and hear it. <laughs> so, and then I'll listen to it again and again and again. And then you'll just figure, let's just listen to the entire show. But, no, I would never – unless it's on my iTunes, I'm not listening to the show. How many times do you actually listen to the podcast? I mean once. Or like in one week? No, it, it depends. If there's something really funny, then I'll listen to that one part over and over again. So you won't listen to a full show? Uh, very, very rarely. Bullshit. No, I swear. I swear. I swear. Um, but anyway, continue, continuing on with the, my opening monologue rant thing, as Montreal Broski said, you can follow us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut, where we live tweet during Raws, SmackDowns, pay-per-views, all that good stuff. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Continue the wrestling talk there. If you want to email us, email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. If you have a question, anything like that, maybe you want to sponsor our show, maybe you're just a big money mark and feel like sponsoring a podcast, go for it. You know, If, if you want to just, yeah, give us money. Please, because you know we can definitely use it. Uh, anyway, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sween Dog. Uh, as you heard, I'm also sitting here with hashtag No Twitter Dave. Dave, how are you doing? 
I'm doing excellent, and I'm ready for this podcast. Woo! Yeah, and then we're also sitting here with Dixie. I mean, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome, as always. All right, good. Good. So let's start off with, uh, speaking of Dixie, we'll start off with uh, Impact Wrestling. TNA Slam Aversary was this Sunday. No, it's still stuck in my throat. Um, <laughs> anyway. Just, uh, just turn your head to the left and cough. No, that's, I'm good <laughs> on that. Uh, anyway, prediction-wise, me and Brandon both tied 6-6, six to six, and Dave got four of them right. Hell yeah, that's how I like Can you imagine if all of us got six? The number of the beasts? No, the six, number that six, the six, number the that, number of rupees. Is this a joke? What the fuck? No, Iron Maiden. Come on. I don't listen to that. You all, you should. I was gonna say the number that the roulette wheel adds up to. Really? Yep. I am not believing that. One hundred percent. Look it up. Google no, it, bro. I'm good. Go- Google it, bro. Anyway, uh, we'll start off with predictions. We have two new champions in Impact Wrestling. First of all, have we as. Me and Brandon predicted we have a new X Division champion, Chris Sabin, after a long and lengthy hiatus and rehab returning, got the X Division title in a awesome match. I thought it was a lot of fun to watch, especially a good a good way to start off the show. I, Dude, I marked out so many times while watching this uh, uh, this match. I thought that the every participant in the match really took it above what they already have. Mm-hmm. Like they all really just succeeded and put on a great story for the fans too. Yeah, and uh, Chris Saban ended up getting busted open. I, yeah, I what assume did he get busted open with the hard way, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I think while they were like fighting like, on the top. Like, yeah, I'm not too sure when he actually uh, got cut, but he was pretty. He was bloody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ap- well, after the match and after a celebration, uh, Hulk Hogan had to come out and say a bunch of brothers and tell Chris Saban and that Mr. he... You, not Chris Saban. Mr. Saban. Mr. Saban. Mr. Saban this. Mr. Saban that. What? He was putting over Mr. Saban. Oh, yeah, because he probably didn't know his first name. Yeah. He, it was so <laughs> he kept on referring to him as Mr. Saban. He was reading the entrance, Tron, or the whatever they would call it. Yeah, he's probably like, what is that guy's first name? I don't is know, brother. Hale? Is that is Hale his first name? Hale Saban? Okay. <laughs> Mr. Hale Saban. But anyway, uh, that X Division title is a kind of like a ticket for a World Heavyweight title shot, just as Austin Aries got last year, because apparently they're doing Destination X this year. You know, that's one of their big four pay-per-views. Or are they just going to make it an impact or what? Um, I can see them actually making it a pay-per-view because it is a big seller. Mm-hmm. I mean, unlike other pay-per-views where you may be a little bit eh, hesitant with purchasing it, I feel like people will purchase anything that's X Division-wise. The X Division is the only thing that's hot in TNA, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, just look at whatever, all the stunts that they were pulling out during that match, especially Suicide. I was very, very impressed with everything that Suicide was putting on. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, you know, and I like that character, too. When they brought it in originally, I thought it was it was interesting. Yes, it was based off of a video game, but still. It was, but, uh, I, I mean, it was... <clears throat> I think Suicide debuted before the video game came out. So. No, it was after no, the video game. At, yeah, it was after oh, the it was? video game. Oh, it was? Yeah. I thought, like, they debuted him to get people to know him for the no, video No, it was, I think, first the video game, and then Suicide came out. Yeah. I also like how they switched up who's uh, who is suicide because it gives him a new move set, different move set, and everything. Mm-hmm. So keeps you kind of intrigued and into uh, into the character. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like a gimmick change, like but it's not a gimmick change. Yeah, just a move set change. Yeah, so, uh, I'm confused though. Are we gonna see 
new X Division stars like we had been seeing every week in that, like, you win, you move on, you lose, you get out? I think so. I wouldn't I mean, be surprised. Yeah, that's that's my general assumption, too, is they're going to start bringing in more guys to pump up this, you know, X Division thing because, hey, they can bring back Curry Man. I was just going to say because who do we want to see on pay-per-view? I want to see Curry Man. Absolutely. Um, Shark Boy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. Yeah, and yeah, well, there's a weight limit. I was gonna say Samoa Joe could be in the X division because he was, you know, maybe one of the longest running X division champions, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, continuing on, we have a new television champion. After Devon took out Joseph Park in the back, and Joseph Park uh, was counted out, Devon uh, got a new challenger in Abyss, and Abyss pins Joseph uh, pins Devon to become your new X division champion. Making this title completely still and unrelevant, but yeah, it didn't. It was too predictable. Yeah, I wasn't a. I wasn't really a fan of it. You knew exactly what was going to happen, Mm -hmm. so it really does nothing. Yeah, no, totally, uh, totally agree on that. Uh, Your tag team titles changed. Your tag team championships changed hands. We were all wrong on this one. Just to toss out that you said that there was two title changes during the event. Yeah, there three. was three. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I, no, I, I forgot about the television title <laughs> because it's completely and utterly irre- understandable. Un- understandable. Un- unrelevant. Irrelevant. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know English. I don't think. I don't think anybody can fault you for that one. Yeah. Um, uh, James Storm and Gunner are your new tag team champions, uh, so surviving the elimination tag team match. I think we all should have picked them. Yeah, I know, right? I but, mean, but then again, we always talk about how TNA does throw together tag teams at times, and sometimes you can't really expect those thrown together tag teams to uh, win all the time. Well, hey, but I think so. I think in this case, Gunner had like that hot return where he just beat the shit out of Robbie E and Shark Boy for no reason, and then yeah. pleaded his case why I should be on your team. It was weird though seeing them on uh, Impact last night. They were just. Walking around looked like America's Most Wanted to me. Yeah, well, hey, they had matching tights. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Matching tights makes a tag team. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of other, uh, as we all predicted, Jay Bradley beat Sam Shaw to be the Bound for Glory, uh, to qualify for the Bound for Glory series. That's really, really uh, good. Gut check. Gut, yeah, well, he, yeah, he won the gut, gut check tournament to qualify for the Bound for Glory series. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I still don't, I don't get what they're doing with Jay Bradley though I mean maybe they'll have him have a a bunch of upset wins like is that are they trying to make him to the next big thing or I hope so I I wasn't really sold on his lariat though uh, that he performed at the pay-per-view I thought that it didn't have enough uh, oomph into it I was just gonna say there wasn't enough oomph yeah I I just wasn't sold with it it wasn't like a JBL lariat it was just like a lariat I don't know yeah, wasn't a lariat. It was a lariat. <laughs> um, alrighty, and one. What else? Oh, there's still a bunch of other matches we can talk about. The knockouts. Uh, the last knockout standing match was awesome. Yeah, I, I still gotta watch that. Yeah, uh, I, 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 it's it's funny. We usually don't talk too much about the women's like praising the women's matches, but uh, this Chris was praising, and I, I wanted. I really want him. I have to give huge – because they, they took some serious bumps. Like Gail Kim like got thrown into the corner between the turnbuckles. And then the uh, ending, how she uh, – Terrence Rail bulldogged her off the, off the stage. Sick. Nice. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. Go back and watch it, Dave. You'll uh, – I you definitely know. will. It, de- it was definitely definitely one to watch. I, I kind uh, of like it when the women wrestlers uh, step up and like do perform moves like that. 
because it kind of shows me that you want to be there and you want to do you want to outperform everyone else on the card. You want to make your match the match to be watched. Yeah, that it's was like it's like if you give a, a knockout or a diva, if you give them a ladder match, you give them a table match. They're gonna do it and they're gonna wanna. I assume they're gonna wanna uh, do it. There's yeah, tons I, of people I out there. I mean. I definitely think that there's still a few wrestlers that are signed that if you give them that opportunity, they won't really uh, grab it. Yeah. Well, I'm just I just think that if you give them a match like that, they're gonna want to go out and give it their uh, all. I don't know. That, that's how it should be. I don't know if that's how it is though. Well, who do you think doesn't perform to their that they should? I don't know. I'm just saying overall, you never know what people are thinking mentally. Yeah. What do you have? ESP, Brandon. No, I'm just saying. Like, do you have ESPN? Like, you've seen wrestlers, divas, and knockouts go out there and give it their all. Maybe the ones that don't get chosen to be on television don't give it their all. Who knows? All right. All right. Well, um, continuing on, Jeff Hardy comes back and Jeff Hardy wins. <laughs> no, that's, that's all you have to say because, you know. Yeah, because nobody cares about it. Yeah, I, well, I really could. I mean, could, I care about it. I mean, I, but it's just like, hey, guess what? Jeff Hardy comes back. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to Impact also, too. Jeff Hardy comes back, and Jeff Hardy's the focal point of TNA. When there's so many other guys that should be the focal point, you know. You know what? I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to bash it because I'm okay with it being Jeff Hardy as the focal point and everything. But, yes, there's other wrestlers out there. But then again, what are you There's other wrestlers in the Hardy? company. I mean, but Jeff Hardy isn't in the title scene right now. So what else are you going to do with him? Just have him, like, what would you do with him? Jeff Hardy? If, yeah, like, I mean, honestly, like, you're, what, are you going to put him in the television title scene? I mean, put him in could, the X Division. Be, I was going to say, could he be a great X Division champion? How much, yeah, how much is the, how, what's the, what's the weight, 225 for X, X Division? Uh, uh, I'm not too sure. Okay, I don't know how much Jeff Hardy weighs. I'm, I'm sorry, Brandon. I, I, I think he would be a little bit over the limit though yeah. but I mean I, I could definitely see that I mean uh, you know what I'm happy that he's not in the main, the TNA world title scene well he is though yeah well we'll talk about that when we get to Impact okay um, awesome match between Kurt Angle and AJ Styles with Angle getting the win um, I hate AJ Styles new theme music I'm just saying that because it sounds like every other it sounds like Aces and Eights music mixed with Johnny Cash mixed with James Storm's music, and it's so, like you so know, it, like that was the one thing. Like when so it when sounds a- like a TNA theme song. No, but but AJ so Styles sounds, like. Are you trying to tell me that it sounds a little bit like Carly Rae Jepsen? No, it just doesn't. oh okay. I mean, so, it just it, it, it's like I I don't know. I'll have to play it for you guys. It's just it's it's <laughs> it's bad. I hate it. I really do. I mean, yes, they're trying to make AJ Styles this lone wolf type character, but like when you heard that downbeat, like. When AJ Styles come out, there was that one girl in the Impact Zone screaming at the top of her lungs. You know, and that that got you excited for AJ Styles. The match itself was awesome. Um, and other things involved with Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was announced by Dixie Carter to be the newest member of the Hall of Fame. Do you guys yeah. agree with this? I agree with it. I think it's I, a, I, I think don't. it's a good move. I know Brandon thinks that they're just trying to keep Kurt Angle there. That's what it is. That it has to be that. I mean, it's for Kurt Angle and Sting, being TNA for six years will give you the Hall of Fame. AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Chris Sabin, even being TNA for thirteen years or whatever, we'll just we'll just keep putting putting you on TV. Nothing um, big. I, I I understand why they did it, and I was actually going to say it on the podcast that he was an option of mine. Only because the impact that he made by making the switch from WWE to TNA 
and how huge that was at the time. I agree. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, he's, for he's what the he's main done, reason. Yeah, and for what he's done for TNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not surprised with it. I guess AJ Styles they can hold off with. So it's not really a shocker to me. And I was going to say like, – Oh, sorry. No, I, I do think he does deserve it. I was going to say he's the main reason for the 90-days clause, isn't he? Um, WWE. I, no, I think I it's just, like Lex Luthor. No, Luther. no, no, no. Luther. no, no. Lex Luthor? Because, because, <laughs> Luger. No, this, it, it's okay. We understand what you meant though. <laughs> but uh, Lex Luthor – no, I'm just kidding. Uh-oh. No, 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 yeah, shut up. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, because, uh, because Kurt Angle said he was going to retire. And then, well, that's dirt sheet news, quote-unquote. Yeah. Said he was going to retire. What and dirt then, sheet? Lords of Pace doesn't say that. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine, like, he listened to the show and, like, commented on it? That would be funny. But, but no, he, he retired Vince. He asked for his release or whatever, and then yeah. – Next week or whatever, he showed up in TNA. Well, so. He's also he's been on the record saying that he's not ruling out a WWE return at right. any time. And I mean, I could easily see him make a return to the WWE when he's ready. I just think it's the craziest thing that come I think June, Kurt Angle will be will have been in TNA longer than WWE. Wow, and that's just like that's mind blowing. But me. also. The road schedule for TNA is a lot yeah. lighter. Absolutely. Well, that's why I'm thinking Especially that like a, a family man like Kurt Angle is and then all the other ventures that he gets into. Yeah. You know, he has and his that, own food company and stuff like that, you know. And that's also the thing is that Kurt Angle – who was Kurt Angle in 1999 when we first saw him? Yeah. He was he just – comes, in, comes into probably, WWF. I don't even think he had kids at the time. Probably not. His kids are pretty young, aren't Yeah, they? that's the thing. Like I feel like once his kids start to age a little bit more – and he has that me- that mentality that he doesn't have to be around all the time. Then I can see him jumping to WWE, which actually brings me because we're talking about TNA WWE. Did you guys see that? Apparently, Dixie Carter went on the record saying that she yeah. would like to have a TNA versus WWE event at some yeah. point. She wants a crossover. Which who the f- like? Why would Vince McMahon ever do that? Just to show how better, how better and well polished their talent is over TNA no, talent. No, I, I mean that just would be that it would be one of those things like WrestleCon. It would be one of those things that's smart for the business, but I can't because Vince is so caught up with his ego. I can't. I was going to say it. Dixie Carter has the biggest ego for her to think. Seriously, she has to for her to think that Vince McMahon would ever want to work with her. Well, I mean TNA is not on the same level just, as WWE. Yeah, but the wrestlers are. Yeah, but TNA itself is not. I mean, I, I could easily see the wrestlers being on the same level. Of course, the name-wise, they're not on the same level. But, I mean, to help out pro – that's the thing about pro wrestling today, that everybody – if you're not in the indies or even if you are in the indies, it's kind of like very cutthroat. You're in for yourself as opposed to a whole of pro wrestling. Right, exactly. Pro wrestling is not about a company. It's about – yourself there's no competition yes. it's i yes. don't want to say it's not about a company because it is it, it's it's there's no competition between wrestlers mm-hmm. but, but like i was saying with kurt angle was when we first saw him debut he was nothing 2006 you fast forward kurt angle wwe champion this and that all this all this record for wwe one of the greatest wrestlers that we've ever seen in wwe yeah one of the best technical wrestlers i've ever seen goes to tna and he has that name that, yeah that's what TNA that had that advantage. Imagine if he actually stuck with ECW. 
Oh uh, that, day, that time where he debuted on ECW, Kurt Angle actually stuck with that. The Extreme Wrestling Machine? Oh, are, are yeah, imagine if like... Imagine no, 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 he's talking about with Raven and... Yeah, I'm talking about the Raven Angle and Sandman and stuff. If, he didn't debut, he was just looking to... No, but he, he was in the... Yeah, he, he didn't in-ring debut, but he was... No, he wasn't... Right, he wasn't with the company, though, I'm saying. like. But he was in the ring. But he was, like, he was just, like, looking... Yeah, but I mean, imagine if he actually pursued that. If they didn't do that angle in because of his religious views, if he Listen, actually went through with that. If they went through with that, we know where he would be. Or at least I would like to assume we would know because WWE. ECW. Yeah, ECW is closing regardless. That's yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the time check? 20 minutes. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> Kudos, guys. Kudos. <laughs> Yeah, so ECW was closing within the two years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, where would he have gone from there? That's true. I mean, I, was it two years like before they closed that he debuted, or was it like earlier? I think, wasn't it 98, 99? Wasn't it 99? I don't know. Not too sure. But we also had a TNA World Heavyweight title match. Thank you very much, Dave, because Brandon so- was just going on one of those tangents. Well, I, I, I was with him. I David was, was talking. I, was I know, him. but it was mostly um, you, and I'm just going to blame no, you for it. It was not mostly me. All I was saying was that Kurt Angle thing, and then David went on a long yeah, ass no, tangent. I, I, I like the tangents, but and I brought it back to Kurt Angle. No holds barred. But and but no, no, before we before we get to that, Dave, though, congratulations <laughs> on Kurt Angle for getting into the Hall of Fame. The one thing that I wanted to say is I thought that whole segment just sucked because like Dixie Carter comes out, then the entire fucking locker room comes out, and you have Kenny King who just lost to Chris Saban standing next to each other and then like bad influence standing right next to Bobby Roode and Austin Aries right standing right next to Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez who haven't even had a match yet and then Kurt Angle comes out just like I thought it was very just like as a kid when I was watching whenever they would have like all the wrestlers together I'm like all right why aren't they attacking each other I'm so confused yeah I think maybe that's what it was it was the inner kid in me but when there's when there's something bigger like something like Kurt Angle getting inducted to the Hall of Fame you put your differences aside Jeez, we just completely shat on my entire uh, segue. I agree. I yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't shit on. But let's let's get to the, the main event. The world heavyweight title was on the line. No holds barred match. The champion Billy Ray defending against Sting, and me and Dave were right. Billy Ray retains, and this match, as always, as also was fucking awesome. The fact that they were able to rip up the 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 ring itself and expose the wood and pile drive and Scorpion Death drop each other on it, I thought was. Fantastic! And when was the last time you've seen that done? When was it? When have you ever seen that done? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was good. I, I, um, and all, it, I'm happy that Sting didn't uh, is done with going for the world heavyweight cha- uh, title now. Wow, she's going to try to go for the television title now. Yeah, right. Jeez. But I thought it was good. The involvement of the Ace and Aces and Eights at the end was predictable, but the match itself was just very hard hitting. Was very awesome, and it just it was great. I enjoyed it. But fact, Sting, as old as he's getting, Sting could still put on a good match. In that's it. that's another thing that I wanted to say as well. The the caliber of the match that they put on with Sting maybe being in the twilight of his career and Bully Ray, you could say the same for him too. Yeah. Because he's been around the block and then some. So That's the thing. It's, these ma- it's matches like this where you're like how in the past we were all saying you need that one or two or three big old veterans of T- in TNA and get rid of all the other ones and just bring up the new guys. But then you have guys like Sting putting on matches like this one, and you're like, okay, maybe he is a good fit. Maybe we should keep him around. Yeah. But 
all of, overall, a great pay-per-view out of TNA. And I think this is what you're going to, like, this is, what, the third pay-per-view? No. Yeah, this is the third pay-per-view out of their four pay-per-view a year series. And every pay-per-view so far has been good. Well, now it's time for Sting to work Mania, so come on, come on over, Sting. Dude, I'll, I'll mark out a <laughs> Sting versus Undertaker. Well, you know, going into Impact this week, apparently Sting did send out a tweet and said that no one helped him out, and he sees the writing on the wall. And next week we'll get to hear from Sting about that. But uh, this week started the qualifiers for the Bound for Glory series, where you saw tag team partners facing off against each other, Hernandez defeating Chavo Guerrero, and then uh, you saw Joe just... Think- what? I thought I thought that Chavo should have went over. No, why? I think he could have made a good TNA champion. I don't uh, know. I, no, sorry. I think Hernandez has a lot more potential, and he's he like can... forty years old. Who? Ch- uh, Hernandez. Oh yeah, but he's still good. Yeah, no, he's still but good. So is Chavo. I, I still... Chavo's not bad. I know, but Chavo's I, I still... at that point of his career where he should be putting over yeah. guys that haven't gotten the. I think it's still crazy. Yeah, but that he Hernandez... himself never got really. He was the ECW champion. Yeah, he was yeah but over. that's not that's he, not. he was as over as he's ever going to be. Chavo Guerrero could still work a match, and he could still. You're not totally right. Not but I'm that saying he could still be champion. He I don't still know. has potential to be champion. Put him in the X division. There you go. I think it's crazy that how Hernandez was actually trained by Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I think he trained with Brian uh, Brian Danielson. I'm not too sure though. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. D. Bra. And then Bra. also uh, Samojo kicked the living hell out of Robbie E. Good. Yeah, good, bro. Good. That's, that's, I, I want to see Samoa Joe do big things in this Bound for Glory series this year. I was gonna say now that Chavo's out, that's my. I think that could be my pick to. Well, at least at least this year he started off the Bound for Glory series with a win, as opposed <laughs> to last year where it was like seven or eight losses. No, that was yeah. two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Last year he was in the final uh, the final four, I believe. Wow, Jeez. time flies when you're. Yeah. Time, time flies when you're talking about impact. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to see a bunch more qualifiers. Next week, we're going to see Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles in a Bound for Glory qualifier. Uh, you're also going to see a tag qualifier with Gunner and James Storm facing off against Bad Influence. Wait, what do you mean a tag qualifier? So if one tag well, team I, wins, they're both qualified yeah, for the Bound for Glory qualify. series. Oh. And yeah. then at some point during the pay-per-view, you'll, or at some point, you'll see them face off against each other. That would be a great match, though. I'd like to see that. Like, da- I, I Daniel see versus Kaz. One of the tag teams breaking up, or like if bad influence have to face each other, they'll put on an epic match, and then after it'll be one of those like handshake hug and, and go out for green apple martinis. Exactly. <laughs> and then um, come to WWE. I'm just kidding. Shut yeah, right? the fuck up. <laughs> um, TNA has actually made made a big sign. Well, they alluded to it last week about how they have a big signing, and this week they revealed it being former UFC champion Quentin. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, I'm confused. Dixie Carter's. Said she's got a big superstar signing that'll yes. debut in the summer. That's not Quentin. I think that's Quentin. Quentin Rampage so. Jackson is the big signing. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. No. She said there was a former champion. It, he is a former. Oh, champion. get the fuck out of here! Okay, Boom. bye. Show's Mark. over. I hate Dixie Carter. I hate her so much. Brennan just had his Mark brain explode. <laughs> no, I hate her so fucking much. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's a former UFC champion. Yeah. Stri- I think Strike Force too. I got you. Yeah, so Quentin Rampage Jackson signed with TNA, and we saw him for his first TNA appearance this week, uh, kind of having a confrontation with Kurt Angle. So, question: Do you guys see Rampage Jackson at the same ability and have the same potential as Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar first came in? Do you well, think that they could try to? Flipped. 
Well, could you do you think that Rampage is a huge guy? He has the He's got a huge head. Dude, he's got he got he's got the promo skills. I mean, he's been a wrestling fan, so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah he even he, said it in his, in his uh, promo on uh, on Impact. He's like, well, like we've, seen yeah, on, people. we've seen him on WWE before. So that's... Oh, no, I, I could see them actually making him into something big, e- even bigger than he is now. I could see them doing something with it. I can, but will I, people turn on TNA to see him? I, I will. I'll, t- I'll turn it on to see him before turning on to see King Mo. That's but you're gonna have yeah. you're gonna have that crossover now of of those diehard UFC fans. Yeah, but UFC fans hate wrestling, don't they? No. Are I, you sure they never? You never been shot on by a UFC fan before? No. I, everybody likes what they like. Yeah, everybody's entitled I mean, to their own opinion. Some some fans cross over. I mean, this I'm not even gonna. But you go but you're gonna it, but, but you're gonna fun. have that crossover now. Like all the UFC fans are going. Uh, once they announce Quentin Rampage Rampage's first match, you'll 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 see maybe a significant bump. And also also they I almost said an also too, and I stopped myself. I'm very happy about that. Um, you're I think he signed a contract with Bellator also, so maybe they'll have that crossover as well. That's the only they, they were trying I with King Mo, but they failed miserably. Yeah, that's the press release that I read, and I, that's why I was not understanding what the fuck TNA had to do with it. Uh, I don't know, but uh, Rampage, if you guys know his work from UFC, he, he really does cut a good promo, and he will he will sell you on any pay-per-view, and I feel like that's exact by just his vocal work, and I feel like that's exactly what he's going to bring to the table with TNA. Good. I, I don't think people are tuning in to see it. I, I'll, I am. Yeah, I'll tune because hey, you could do Bound for Glory, Kurt Angle versus uh, Rampage Jackson in an MMA style match. I, I don't even think it has to be MMA. I could see it fitted in, but I could see it actually being a, a decent match because I could see Kurt Angle um, kind of carrying him, mm-hmm. like just like kind of guided him through the match without actually carrying. Yeah, and then the next step that I want to see with Rampage Jackson is who's training him. That's what mm. I would like to know. Yeah, whoever probably whoever's in Ohio Valley, I'm assuming. I uh, I, yeah, I would yeah. I, I would see them bringing it like having one of the higher ups train him, yeah, like, uh, like what like Bully Ray or Devon or someone like that's a veteran in the in TNA. Yeah, Hulk Actually. Hogan train him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> By the way, did you guys check out Hulk Hogan's white glove that he was wearing? Yeah. 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 He's, got to, he, he's got to stop jerking off so much. No, apparently a radiator. Oh, that's the blew radiator. Up, you didn't yeah, see radiator that? blew up yeah, on his no, hand. I saw that. I saw that. He's channeling. That his... shit was nasty. I didn't see the picture. Dude. Oh, you didn't see the picture? Nope. You, 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 no, you, you, you don't. You do not want to see the picture. You don't like it, <laughs> dude. You have to see it, dude. I'm I mean, there's like seven pictures of it. Yeah, great. dude. Just imagine jerking off and just having such a severe burn on that's... your hand. It's bad. It's pretty bad. Well, he's got his 18 year old girlfriend to do that for him. So, yeah, right. Brother, oh, his daughter. Wait, doesn't daughter. he have Bubba, Bubba's wife to do that for him? Oh, uh, but anyway, let's let's, let's talk about bully. Yeah, let's talk please. about bully Ray. Um, yeah, bully Ray successful, and uh, I guess he got his first challenge, which was Jeff Hardy, but not for the world heavyweight title for a ball pin hammer <laughs> ladder match. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I wasn't talking about Bubba Ray. I was talking about Bubba the Love Sponge. Oh, oh. okay. Because I, I, I read like when you guys reacted like that, I was just like. Wait, no. Uh, no, that's disgusting. F no. him. Okay, but continue. Sorry. Continue. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> you say that, Dave. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Bully Ray versus Jeff Hardy was your main event, and it looks like Jeff Hardy's being thrown immediately into the world title picture, which I think is a load of fucking malarkey. <laughs> yeah, apparently I missed that. Yeah, you, I mean, it was a good match. It was. I, I thought it was a really good match. It was a good match. Um, Bully Ray using the coward's way out and just leaving. 
Um, and then being confronted by Hulk Hogan. And before we say that whole part, is that what backstage really looks like? What like what was that? I don't know. I don't. They I've never been backstage. The they walked through the curtain. It was dark, and there was nobody there. That was probably is the this gr- real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. He's like, "Where's my belt?" <laughs> Where's look- my belt? Yeah, so it looked like Hulk Hogan was going to hit him with a ball pin hammer, and uh, Ms. Hogan saved the day. And yeah. then it just cuts out. Like It was the dumbest ending. I, I literally, I, I was dying. I he was lol I really rocking. was. He was that rocking. was hilarious. She goes, Hogan goes and sneaks up behind him, goes to hit him. It's like this the stupid fucking Looney Tune commercial. And then all of a sudden, Brooke goes, no! And fucking Foley turns around and sees that Hogan there and it just cuts out. And scene. And literally TNA's logo pops up. I was dying. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, not really the funniest thing I've ever seen, but what was TNA's pretty laughable. Actually, don't. don't I know. can't tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it looks like Jeff Hardy is uh, in line to get maybe a rematch or something. I don't know. I'm like, why don't, why don't they put Matt Morgan back in the world title picture? Why don't they put somebody Where else? Where is Matt Morgan? I think I don't know. They haven't used him since that whole angle where they gave – he lost the sting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, that's like – I just don't get wrestling sometimes. Yeah. Neither do I. But, hey, what are you going to do? Just, what are we – say our – Say the catchphrase you used to say. What are, we're just three wrestling fans that talk about <laughs> professional wrestling. Uh, one I last thing. Say that, say that catchphrase you used to say. <laughs> anyway, uh, one last thing we're going to talk about with TNA, their gut check challenge. Uh, our our good friend and broski, the Big O, has made it to the final 16, winning bracket 16. So uh, the voting starts tomorrow. Well, today, if you're listening to this, so we'll definitely be tweeting out 800 links to go vote for the Big O so he can get a tryout match on TNA programming. But I'm, I'm confused. Is that, like, if he wins this, that it's – how many people are in it right now? 16, right? 16, and one of them being AJ Kirsch, formerly of Tough Enough. Yeah, you got yeah. AJ Kirsch, you got um, Big O, you got Facade, who we've been seeing a lot of on PWS, and he would be a great fit for the X Division. And then Lufisto, who's a women's wrestler. So how does how does she fit into this? She won a bracket, right? Yeah, she she won her 16, bracket. There's 16 people. You break that down. How do they? What's the next round? We vote for the 16 people, and one of them are going to win. Eight of them are going to win. How's it going to work? I, I I'm unsure. This is for TNA to know and us to find out. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, right? TNA, get your shit together. They have their shit together, Brandon. Then do they? They do. Where is this? Where are these rules? I know. I hope. I hope that they end up taking two and they take the big O and facade. Didn't you see the the email that that he posted? The big O posted. No, no. sir. From TNA, it says, "Sorry about this. this is a uh, sort of last minute. You won, but uh, we need a video for you from from you so we can put it up. And if you're basically if your video is not submitted, you're not going to have a video no. for two days. For two days, two days in advance or whatever. Let's put it on the camera phone." Yeah, right. Yeah, right. All righty. So, yeah. So, go vote for the Big O. Once it's up, we will be posting the link on our, all of our social media sites. Uh, let's continue on with some more wrestling talk here. Let's talk about Chikara's Anniversario. Never Compromise is the name of it. The Trocadero is live on iPay-Per-View. Um, this was a really interesting pay-per-view. It was your solid, you know, Chikara style, a lot of arm drags, you know, all that stuff. Um, anyway, we have new Campeones de Barejas, as we all kind of predicted on last week's show. Jigsaw and the Shard defeated 3.0 in a best two out of three falls match. 
Uh, Very happy about this title change. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. These guys have been strong. They won the the Grand, the ta- Grand Prix Tag Team Tournament uh, last month, which was good as well. Um, yeah, they have a, they have a lot of hype behind them too. Yeah, the sarcophagus match was interesting. I have to say that the ending of it, where uh, Amasis pulls off Affinian's mask and he's wearing another Amasis mask, mm-hmm. I thought was cool. Uh, the the first match, did, the, the trios how, match, was awesome. How did the sarcophagus look? Like pretty much like a casket. Oh, you know, you can probably you can you can find it somewhere on the interweb, on them internets. Uh, anyway, but there's a bigger story out of this whole pay per view. You had what was a, a really good main event between the Grand Champion Eddie Kingston and Icarus, which didn't end. It looked like it it was seconds away from ending with Icarus landing the hitting the Chikara special on Eddie Kingston, about to have him pass Ed, 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 out. Eddie Kingston passed the fuck out yeah this was this was a a, like i I thought it was an interesting match because the middle of the match the referee's knocked out and then eddie kingston gets a chair and starts bashing icarus in the back i I loved how icarus after every time he got hit with the chair he would just start to uh, get to his base and try to stand up like he was not giving up in this entire match and eddie kingston we all know is such a superb brawler yeah like at the current time at the this moment of time he's Easily in the top three of brawlers in pro wrestling. No, I I, I totally so, agree. Yeah, and Icarus is far from that. And for Icarus to take the beating that he did, you got to commend him. Yeah, totally agree. But the, but the bigger story. So as this match is about to end, a bunch of guys in black ties and suits run out and ripped Icarus and Eddie Kingston apart, break down the set, pull everybody away, tell all the fans to get out of there. Apparently. From people that were on hand, from like reports, they're saying that all these security guards were pushing everybody out, saying "get out, of, get out of the uh, arena right now." The event is done. Apparently, there was there was no merchandise up. If you're familiar with going to Chikara events, usually after the show, they have a bunch of the wrestlers there shaking your hand, saying, "Hey, thanks for coming," keeping with that whole family oriented thing. And then all of a sudden, the IP review just cut out, and that was it. Which is interesting. Um, apparently, there's a lot of reports now. Um, apparently, on the Chikara website, it's every event for the rest of the year is is now been canceled, and there's a lot of rumors flying around about what's going on with Chikara. Uh, apparently, there's they're going to be doing apparently like a comic book style reboot of Wait, the entire how? promotion. Okay. Um, there's a really great article. I want to. I'm probably going to post it on the Facebook page um, by Josh. Higham, I'm sorry if I get your name wrong, about the whole angle that led up to the ending of the Chikara pay-per-view. Apparently, you know, Chikara was founded by Reckless Youth and Mike Quackenbush. It was then sold a couple years back to this Worldwide Media Development Corporation. Then all of a sudden they bring in a new director of fun, which is Wink Vavasor, whose father owns this company. Then they have all these Condor security guys actually being in there and being in the end of the King of Trios. And then you have Wink Vavasor's, I guess you can say, approval rating as the director of fun kind of plummeting. So then he brings new things in. He kicks out soldier ants out of the colony. He, you know, has censorship of the whole Chikara blog and everything like that. And he brings in, you know, two a couple months ago, the Colony Extreme Force. And this kind of led up, you know, there was a, a gentleman by the name of Derek Sabato, that sent out all these cryptic tweets about phone calls and had these pictures of Wink's father with his brand great groundbreaking ceremony. So 
this could be maybe one of the biggest reboots we could have seen in professional wrestling. And especially with a with a promotion like Chikara and the comic book style that they have. This could be really cool. Or do you think, do you think the ending though was dumb? I, I you know what, looking finish. What? To try just I, like I personally, I would have liked to see a finish to that match. Oh, so would I. And I think that entire crowd, too, would have went nuts if yeah, Icarus, I mean, Icarus won. I mean, like even if, if Icarus didn't win, if Kingston re, uh, retained the title, I feel like the fans deserve to have that an outcome of that match. But if this is a work, do you think that's like, as a fan, do you feel like, like kind of like, fuck you for trying to pull this over? What do you mean, if it was a work? Well, You I think don't know. that people actually stormed Never. the stage? People as in security guards? Yeah. As in they went over time and they're telling you to get the fuck out? No. Oh, my God. Can we kick Brandon off the show? (laughs) He's too much of a mark for me. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I mean, looking back and reading this article, it makes perfect sense. But I would kind of be a little bit upset by it. I'm a little – like if this is the end of Chikara and I think if people listen to the show, they know me that I'm a big fan of this. Not just because it's all arm drags but I just like – I like the imagery. I like the cartooniness of it. I like the gimmicky characters and stuff like that. So I mean I'm I'm a little little bummed about it. I wanted to go in July when they came to New York but apparently Kaiju Big Battle is coming in July now. So (laughs) – uh, I, I can never watch that live. Oh, dude, you no. <laughs> honestly, we saw it at National Pro Wrestling Day. It was awesome. I don't know. It, it, I, yet again, yet again, you like you know strong style and women's wrestling, and I like gimmicky. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm, yeah, that's yeah. Well, Chikara. I did. You don't like Chikara either. Uh, I mean, <laughs> some matches, yes. Some matches, no. Yeah, I'm saying they they have great talent in Chikara. I just don't appreciate. Dude, I, I may have to buy this T-shirt. It's the Steiner Brothers, and on the front it says Bros Before Hoes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Pretty awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, uh, if, if there's any other brewings in the Chikaraverse, we will definitely keep you posted on that. <laughs> if it comes back as a totally new promotion, we'll keep you updated on that as well. But until then, let's get a little break, and we're going to talk about sports entertainment here on Marking Out. We have magic shows. What? Balloon animals. What? Game for kids. What? Popcorn machine. What? Kai candy machine. What? And bouncing castle. What? Pull for your kids' birthday parties. And we are back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by pro wrestling fans. And we're going to get to some sports entertainment. And we're going to start off with SmackDown from last week. Uh, one bad. Biggie Langston defeating Alberto Del Rio for the second time in two weeks. Which is which would be the fourth match that they had. Yeah, and just that, to clarify, it's not bad because it's bad matches. It's bad because it's bad matches. So, what? Yeah. Yeah. You just said the same thing. Exactly. No, I mean they're not bad matches. No, it's just they're not. Listen, when they first their first match was terrible. Their second match was eh. Third match was decent. It's just bad because it's bad. It's just it's. I don't want to see Biggie Langston versus Alberto Del Rio four times. Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's like Especially seeing Randy Orton just, face the same guy on SmackDown and Raw. Right, <laughs> especially – I mean that's – you're literally – you saw SmackDown Raw, main event, SmackDown Raw, main event. It's like the same – it's like a cycle and I don't like cycles like that. You, yeah, like you really don't on? have to watch I it. Like, I like unicycles, Michael. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Uh, let's get on to the goods. Uh, you start the show off with Kane successfully defeating, defeating one half of the tag team champion Seth Rollins. But then unfortunately his tag team partner Daniel Bryan loses to Roman Reigns. I guess – Getting into the head of Daniel Bryan, saying that he might be the weakest link of this tag team. 
yeah, goodbye. Yeah. No, just kidding. I, I like how the match just went right into it. No, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the same way about that. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. were good matches. Uh, Daniel Bryan, obviously. If, uh, if I was your friend, I would tell you you weren't the weakest link. Yeah, and I'd give you so a we hug. All know, we all know that's, that's Randy Orton, regardless yes. of if you're tagging with him or not. That's two. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? Yeah, but you used it in the right context. It's always in the right context. No, when you but usually we're like regardless. But that's like, in the right context. Like regardless of what we say, that's for now. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Regardless, we got more to talk about. On the yeah. Game. Absolutely. That's, that's five. Imagine that was our shirt. Like somebody was going to release a shirt for us, and it said just regardless, and then like that's six. And then it had the and then it had the logo <laughs> underneath it. Just said mark it yeah, out. Right. Can you imagine? Says, that's one on the back. One. <laughs> uh, anyway, continuing on, you have Damian Sandow. Uh, with his – what is it? It's called a thimble rig challenge? I can't tell you. It's pretty I much mean, like three-card Monty but with mixing cans and he puts it's a red the, ball in the there. fluffy balls, right? Yeah, it's those fluffy balls. Uh, and Seamus cha- accepts the challenge and proves that – and then shows off that Damien Sandow is uh, – Smarter than the average bear. <laughs> not but not the dancing bear. Um, but Seamus gets the upper hand by bro kicking him. So it looks like these two are going to go into a program. I'm fine with that. Gets Damien Sand out of the tag teams and get him, you know, get his credibility up again. I mean, they are. I mean, the fact that the crowd, I don't think there's ever a time where I haven't heard the entire crowd pop for Damien Sandow. It's about time that they actually give him matches that he deserves. No, I agree. Totally agree on that. Uh, Curtis Axel defeats Sin Cara. Like what else do we have to um, say about that? The lights. Perfect flex. Yep, the perfect lights, plus. The lights weren't on. That's another good. Yeah, so lights weren't on in perfect plex. I mean, I'm so happy to see him using. But he uh, did the perfect plex last time. I know, we he? didn't use it as a finisher. Yeah, yeah but this he ended the match with. Did Kurt Hennig always use the perfect plex as a finisher? Yes. Always. Yeah. Always. Come on. Well, I mean, during during AWA, he didn't use Stop it. Stop saying AWA. But no, but when he was Mr. Perfect, he right. used it as. Yeah. Always, he always did it. Always, yeah. That was his finisher. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to end the match because it's your finisher. No, yeah, well, that's how yeah, he would... it was. I mean, if you hit a finisher back, that if you hit the perfect flex, did Jeff no Hardy always hit the Swanton bomb? No. I mean, it's the same thing with anyone's finisher back then. If once you hit a finisher to kick out, did of Razor the Ramon always hit like, the Razor's Edge? Yes. No. If you kicked out of the, if you kicked out of one of these moves, it's like you might as well be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's, unheard, it's unheard of to be to kick out of any so of these moves. Would you would you be Hulk Hogan or would you be Doink the Clown? I'd be Papa Shango and miss my cue. <laughs> I don't get that. What does it explain that? Look it up, buddy. Look it up. Yeah, Look all right. Continue, yeah. Continuing on. Uh, Ryback defeats Kofi Kingston. Solid match. And then afterwards, Ryback de- destroys him through three and throws Kofi Kingston through three tables, putting him out of action for four to six weeks. He had to get bone chips taken out of his elbow. Bad scene. Bad scene. I thought when I read the spoilers that it was going to be three tables. On not, top of each other? Yeah, I thought it was like that. Like that I could see being terrible. Three consecutive tables. It's still terrible. I've, I've never been put through a table, but. Yeah, it's still terrible, Brandon. Hey, Young did it. And uh, and the force that Ryback was probably throwing him through. Yeah, the force was definitely with Ryback there because he's got a. Uh, but, you cannot uh, quote that. You cannot say stuff like that when you have never seen Star Wars. What? What? I wasn't quoting Star Wars. That, uh, 
Yeah, Brandon's never seen Star Wars, but we said that already. And he was just, I wasn't saying Star Wars. Yeah, well, that's what the whole force is. I don't know. You were just saying the force was with him. Come on. I don't know yeah. what that means. But we, the know, force we know where was, you were going. You, we, I really – I have no idea what that what you're talking we about. We where you force, were going with that. Yeah, we know where you were going, The force was with Ryback because he's got a lot of fucking power to him. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. Way to cover, you know, way to cover I, your tracks no, I, there. I, I literally – not covering tracks. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it keeps Ryback strong going into payback, especially – um, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Damn it. I should have paid attention in English in high school, facilitating every aspect of Mr. Three- Fisher? No, that's middle school. Yeah, that was, Mr. That was middle school. Dude. <laughs> Did Mr. Fisher have a mustache? No, no he no. grew a mustache once and we all made fun of him for it and he cut it off the next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but there was this really creepy time. Me and my my buddy Andrew were riding our bikes around Merrick, and then all of a sudden we see him, and he was like, he was a shorter guy, and Dude, he, like, he was like my height back then, so he was like five two. Yeah, and he was wearing like biker shorts, and he looked, <laughs> and he's wearing his helmet, and he's on his bike, and he's like, hey guys, and he's riding his bike, and I'm like, oh my god. Next day, I like couldn't look him in the eye because he's wearing biker shorts. Um, anyway, um, yeah, English, felicity, whatever. Yeah, ride back strong. And he's doing a good job of going against John Cena. See my weak, feeble-minded wrestling brain. God. Man, we should start doing the show at 8.30 in the morning again because I think my words were better then. You need a breather? No, no. I'm good, bro. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Chris Jericho defeats Cody Rhodes. I, yeah. No, it was, it was a good match. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho are great wrestlers. I and- really want to – I really want to see Cody Rhodes in that main event scene at some point. It's, it's got – I mean do you think it's bound to happen or are they yes. just going to keep pushing it back? Like, it's, 100% it's bound to happen but I mean, but I mean it's going to be five years. Is that what you think? Like yeah, because you have years. to wait for Triple H to get out of here. You have to wait for John Cena to be on the lower leg of his – the final leg of his career. I don't think John Cena has to be on the lower leg of his career at all I mean, for that time. You have to but wait for Randy Orton to get Rhodes. out of here. You have to wait for Sheamus to just – Cody Rhodes is still young enough where you could give him five years and he could still be a big star. But will his mustache be gray? No, no, because you just from Angel. My stuff. Yeah, what was that answer? No, no. Yeah, uh, continue on your main event. Randy Orton defeated Dean Ambrose, but it was by disqualification because the Shield got involved. Because Randy Orton would not lose fair, uh, fair and squarely. Yeah, told you that. Yeah, but, he did. But this has Kane coming out and trying to save the day. Wasn't good. And then the flying goat himself, Daniel Bryan, comes out and takes out the entire shield. Fantastic. Dude, he's what got a, a lot that he's proven right now. What an ending to SmackDown. I was like, I was yesing while I was watching it. Like, he's getting the crowd going, and I'm like, yes, yes, at home by myself. Dude, I got to give WWE props on both endings. Uh, you're not up to it, but both endings Raw and SmackDown. The way that they've been ending Raw this for the week is just, I don't know, it, it's something that they haven't done in such a long time where you're so pumped up at the end of the match and at, when they close the show, you're like, still have like that rush going. Like you want more. Yes. You, and then and then you switch over on Thursdays to watch TNA and you're just hysterically laughing because that <laughs> happens. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I do like TNA. People like don't think I do, but some of their shit. You're not WWE. You're just a WWE fan at heart. Talking about yeah. TNA, they added a test to uh, the WWE.com uh, alumni page. Good. Yeah. Deserving. Yeah, I, can't, I still can't believe. Like, seriously, he was one of my favorite wrestlers. 
Yeah, so And whenever I, Brandon had a test in school, he'd go up when the when the test would be put down in front of me, go test, test. No, I don't know. This I, is a test. I, 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 think, I think I've told this on on here already, but in uh fifth grade when him and Stephanie McMahon were getting married, uh my friend and I were talking after the marriage. No, we were talking to our teacher in the broom closet like, at school. We were like, Hey, we're going to uh we're going to a wedding on Monday. She's like, oh, whose wedding is it? I was like, it's tested Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> like, I was telling people. And Brand- Brandon wore a tuxedo to <laughs> class on Monday. No, Brandon doesn't wear tuxedos. That's true. He wore his little sports jacket. Shut sports up. Sports bra. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> no, but I just thought it was funny. Like, we were telling people we're going to their wedding. Because you're uh, that cool, Brandon. No, because we loved, <laughs> I loved wrestling. And you still were- love wrestling. Yeah, I'm saying, but like... 18 years later, it. you still love wrestling. Not yeah, look at how many how weddings you've attended now. What was that? Look at how many weddings you've attended. One. Yeah. Uh, actually, come on out. Billy and Chuck, AJ, <laughs> Lita and Kane, Edge and, Edge and Lita. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, by the way, my anniversary is coming up on Monday. Whose? Mine. Ah, Mazel Tov. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a year. Cake no, the rest of our wedding cake. Oh, is that's involved. right. If it's still there. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's still there. It's I'm picking right after we finish the show. So Are you sure it's still there? Did Brandon eat it? No. Mm, yes. You have, but, when were you at my house in the last in my parents' house the last year? Oh no, it does not matter if I was there or not. It's just the fact that you know that it's there a hundred percent. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know. know. I've seen. I've I know Brandon Brandon really hit. drunk by the fridge. I've you never, know what happens when Brandon never, gets drunk by the fridge. I've never been drunk, but I love red velvet cake. So, well, it's in the secret. Fr- it's in the secret freezer at my parents' secret house. Freezer now. Hey, I know it's, it's in it. the garage. Yeah. <laughs> now, now yeah. It's under the latch. You got to lift it up. Yeah. No, it is. All right. Well, let's. Let's. I want to get that cake. So let's. Uh, let's. Let's. Let's continue the show. <laughs> what the fuck was funny, David? I don't know, but that laugh. Yeah, that laugh is... I hate that laugh. Fuck you. <laughs> all right, let's get on to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Brandon's all jazzed up because he heard something about red velvet cake, so he puts an I emphasis said in... red velvet cake. Nobody else said it but me. All right, good, goods, bads, middles. Um, you have... Well, let's do middles first. Uh, Great Golly and Fandango went to a no contest. Which is bullshit because we saw the same thing happen last week with Triple H or two weeks ago with Triple H and Curtis Axel. And Curtis Axel ended up as the winner via countout. Fandango should have lost making Greg Khali the winner of that match via countout, Jenny. (laughs) But anyway, he was distracted by The Miz coming out and then Wade Barrett coming out and knocking out The Miz. I was so jazzed up because you said that and I like how it sounded. But yeah, I was so jazzed up when Wade Barrett nailed – the Miz with a what is it again? The Bullhammer. Bullhammer. Oh, I'm right in the face. Oh no, I thought that he knocked him out and everything, and then they had the follow up match. Yeah, and then right afterwards, the Miz defeats Wade Barrett. It was amazing yes. that Miz was knocked out and could not even get up, and then they had a match where Miz beat him. Yeah, somehow he made it to the ring and oh, was still conscious. Shit. Bullshit. Yeah, it was it was interesting, Bull but Bullhammer. It... <laughs> But it continues along this feud, so I'm assuming Payback will see a triple threat match with Fandango going over. I I could definitely see that, and I wouldn't mind seeing that. Uh, yeah, because Summer Rae would come out there, so. Hell yeah, yeah, she'd come out there. Wait, when is the pay-per-view? I don't know. You should know this, Brandon. I'll look it up. 
I'll look it up as we're talking. Okay. Sure. So anyway, continuing on. That was our only middle that we had. Uh, let's go to the bads. Uh, you have Alberto Del Rio defeating Biggie Langston out of their best of five series because apparently on Monday it was made a best of five series. It shouldn't even be best of five or it shouldn't go into best of six, uh, best of seven series. It's, it just I doesn't. It, it doesn't make sense. Why was there five matches of that? Because they're does. not creative enough to think of anything else. Yeah, because they, Dolph Ziggler's still out, so... But where's so, Jack Swagger? Oh, ju- um, Jack, I don't know. I think Smoking just kinda, weed? Yeah, smoking weed with Zeb, Zeb Coulter. Soliciting a Snoop Lion? Yeah, probably. I, like, I thought you said soliciting a lion. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, so, I, speak, I thought you said soliciting, too. But by, speaking no, of soliciting, Dave, i got to tell you something about it after the show. Um, yes, Snoop Lion. Uh, payback is June 16th. Father's Day. So uh, with Summer Rae on the pay-per-view. Maybe we won't see any clothes. Whoa! Yeah, maybe by next Friday we will see Summer Rae on SmackDown issuing a welcome party for the summer. Ah, on June 21st. Look at know. you, funny. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Funny how. Like, yeah, because uh-huh, uh, yeah, I think the whole thing they're doing these five these five because these five matches because maybe they want to I use see the, what you did there yeah <laughs> people that watch NXT know what was that a fake laugh <laughs> because they have nothing to do with Alberto Del Rio because Dolph Ziggler has a concussion but apparently uh, on the sheets he uh, passed the impact test and no we're not talking about the impact wrestling test which a, a fourth check. grader could probably pass um, <laughs> what, the impact test yeah what is that that's it's for concussions it's Oh no! I meant you said a fourth grader could pass it. No, I was making I was making a bad I was joke about say like if you like who's the greatest wrestler in the world, you'd have to say Hulk Hogan, right? Whoa! No. Why? In order to pass the impact test, you'd have to say Dixie Carter. Oh yeah, <laughs> See, who's the best booking know. promoter of all time? Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then our other bad we had was Jericho and Paul Heyman's contract signing, which we could have definitely done without. Like if CM Punk came out, like it would have been cool. I'd be like, oh great, CM Punk's back, great. But no, it was Paul Heyman. Well, yeah. I don't even I don't understand why Chris Jericho had to put the contract on Paul Heyman's putts. There's no reason. Putts? Yeah, it's Yiddish for penis. Oh, <laughs> wow! I could have said. I mean, putts. Generally, it's like the negative. Like, oh, look at this putts. You've used putts in normal day life, no? Yeah, probably. Like JJ putts. No, like look at this putts over here, standing eating peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I had one before the show. It was delicious. Check out look. that schmeckle. Yeah, I was gonna say, but schmeckle is also a Yiddish word for penis. It's I think it's a it's a term for a baby dick. <laughs> Learning Yiddish with Brandon coming soon to marketout.com. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, I, I know some Yiddish. I could say gay cock and off and yam. That means go shit in the ocean. Nice. <laughs> I do yeah. that one. I cool. could say Kishmir, Kishmir and Tachas. Okay. From the makers of Cooking with Brandon, it's learning Yiddish with Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. And then we have, uh, let's go to the goods because we have a whole bunch of them, pretty much the rest of the show. Heck um, yes. What? He said, heck yes. Heck yes, thank you. Uh, we see the return of the McMahons. Stephanie and Vince McMahon making their return to Monday Night Raw. Not the McMahon I want to see back. Yeah, well, you won't see Shane McMahon back ever again. I just I want to see him. To see Shane back. Uh, yeah, um, I mean. and, but they're, they're concerned with the health of Triple H. Apparently he passed the concussion test, but they're still not letting him compete against Curtis Axel that night. Instead, Curtis Axel will face off against John Cena in a no-DQ match at the main event. But it was good to see 
trip uh, McMahon's hair back to the nice good pompadour that he used to have. I'm confused, though, because does Vince McMahon – last time we saw Vince McMahon on WWE television before the Hall of Fame – Was WrestleMania was he, when he debuted was, the set for WrestleMania. No, before that, I'm saying, though, like storyline-wise, he was out of commission, out of command in WWE, right? Triple H took over, right? Yeah. So he, he, Triple H – Brock Lesnar hurt him. The, is Triple H still the COO or whatever? I believe so, but... And Vince McMahon is nothing, no? Vince McMahon is didn't like... The board of, didn't the board of directors, like, fire Vince McMahon? And Triple H told Vince McMahon he's fired and he's, like, cracked up or whatever? Oh, but the, no, that was that was a long McMahon. time ago. Was it? Because yeah. what did, how did Vince McMahon get power back? He's Vince McMahon. It doesn't matter. It's It doesn't matter. All right, why Dwayne. Triple, why couldn't Triple H compete? You didn't Not get that the I joke. want to see Triple H compete, but... Like, Listen, you're... family comes first. Their kids were crying, okay? No, they weren't. They're not Mick Foley's children. We saw them on Beyond the Mat. We didn't see these kids backstage. You, didn't you even think they have kids? Triple H and yeah. Mick... And <laughs> Triple H and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. No, Triple H and Stephanie. I've seen their kids before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, through, uh, through the window with a pair of... No, I was, I was going through their trash. No. I saw them at the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah? I saw them yeah. at the Hall of Fame. Were you, how did you know it was them? Uh, why would there just be a random little person sitting on Stephanie's lap? Maybe it was Hornswoggle. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. Although he is a McMahon, right? Yeah, that's right. He is. Yeah, but... All right, yeah. So, Kurt, so yeah, so he's out. So, Triple H is out. John Cena's in. John Cena's in to face Curtis Axel. And Curtis Axel defeats John Cena via countout. In a no now, DQ match. Now, was that theme song that he used the one that he used on SmackDown as well last I, week? I don't know. It, it, ha- it had the Mr. Perfect. It was newer than there. the one that we heard last Monday. Because they make new ones every fucking week for him. Wade Barrett had that too. Yeah. <laughs> Wade Barrett has like the record for most different musics. He has to. They're like in such a short period of time. Like He had the Nexus theme music. Then he had the core theme music. Then he had his slower, more methodical of the last music that he had. And then when he came back, they made it faster. And then they just gave him the God save the <laughs> queen. You're, you're, missing, you're missing a theme of his, I believe. Did, didn't he use the NXT theme song too? Oh yeah, that's right. Well, when yeah. he first when he won NXT, that's and then right. and then he well he also used Chris Jericho's theme song. Now, yes. Wow. Yeah, I, my Mark brain is being blown up right now. But anyway, back to Curtis Axel. He defeats John Cena via countout in a no DQ match because apparently those were the rules, right, Brandon? Uh, yeah. I mean, no DQ matches. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say that it's very rare. I'm gonna that we, go ahead. Yeah, you heard that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say that it's very rare that we see countouts in a no DQ match, but they do exist. They do exist. He does exist. Yep. Anyway, uh, um, he defeats him because Ryback throws John Cena through a table. Yeah, that was set up earlier in the night. Yeah, well, no, yeah, that's right, because Kofi Kingston, well, that, because of the match before it, because, um, yeah, we, we, we got a flip-flop all over here, uh, we'll, we'll go back to one, because Daniel Bryan defeated Ryback via disqualification, this all stemming from earlier in the night, because the Shield defeated Randy Orton and Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan had to prove that he was not the weakest link, and went and challenged Ryback, and won, yeah. because Ryback threw him through a table. Dude, I love the fact that Daniel Bryan was on double duty and probably – I'm not going to say probably. Both matches, 
could have been the match of the night. Yeah, Absolutely. well, that Ryback, like, he's so good working in the ring with Ryback. They had a match on SmackDown, I, mean, I think it was like two weeks ago. I think he's good in general. But. I think he's good in general, and apparently <laughs> I saw on the sheets that apparently this summer he's going to be getting a huge push. Nelson? Yes. That was Whoa. Just kidding. Whoa! Watch out. I, I'm going to throw this question out here for you guys, though. Throw it. Working double duty. Who do you want to see? Like, who are you absolutely perfectly fine seeing working more than one match in a night? The Shield, Daniel Bryan, Ziggler. Right? Like, we're good with that, right? Yeah. You know what? If they can really center their – and I think that's what they're doing is taking the focus of – WWE right now and focusing it around their tag team division, focusing around the Shield and focusing around Hell No. It's taken. Think- it took. It took a lot of time, but they're finally getting it to a point where they should be it. Like kind of. I feel like they all set goals of where they wanted their divas division to be, their tag team division to be, their main event scene to be. And I feel like slowly but surely, it's all getting to that place. Yeah. Apparently, I, I read it, something this week, too, that they're going to be focusing, refocusing again on the tag team vision, which I'm fine with because we saw an awesome match out of the Usos and the primetime players. Dude, Usos face paint, awesome. I was it's like, funny. Michael Cole said something, or one of them said something about, oh, this face paint looks familiar. And it's like, yeah, their fucking uncle used to wear shit like that. Anki Umaga. Yeah. Um, May he rest in peace as well. Yeah, that's what maybe that's what the first thing that I was thinking about. Um, I didn't even think about it. Well, I was thinking about maybe maybe it was his birthday or something, and they were doing that. But then I saw it on main event as well. So it's just something that it's gonna because the Shield are now tag team champions. They have to step up their game. They know the Shield are known for attacking. They're known for being vicious. They are known for stuff like that. So they have to step up their game, and the paint is gonna help them. Oh, we're warriors. We're going to come out there. We're going to defeat the Shield. We're going to be the next WWE Tag yeah. Team Champions. I love how much they remind me of the Head Shrinkers. Because growing up, I used to hate the Head Shrinkers. Oh, I used to love I the, head the Head Shrinkers. I, I used to hate them when they first came in. And then I liked them. Like when they were going up against Steiner Brothers, I hated them. Did you but send them they... a note that said check yes or no? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, I, okay, whatever. <laughs> Did you invite the Head Shrinkers to your bar mitzvah? <laughs> oh, No. That wasn't where I was going with. I was going with the dating wise because you're like, first I didn't like them, then I liked them. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah, no. It's and apparently like I'm, I'm hoping the Usos are the next in line. Cause apparently, like they they were kind of like hyping it up. I think on main event, like I, I forget somebody. Josh Matthews is like, yeah, they had beef with the Shield from a while ago. I'm like, all right, good. Yeah, they brought that they brought that up on main event. How they think that they are next in line for it. Good. Yeah, they actually brought that up on main event. Fuck you. What did they bring up on main event? <laughs> that they were next in line. They were next oh. in line for it. Oh, no, but I, I mean, we've we've been saying it for months. I've been saying it since they debuted. I want to see the Usos more and more. I want to see them be tag team champions. Yeah, so do I. Um, we have a couple did, more goods. Did your heads, heads explode when you found out that Yokozuna was smoking. No, I knew that before I knew Yokozuna. Oh, my head Brandon, how's that family tree working? It's almost done. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know so what? Much, you know what pissed me off? Big. Okay, l- l- listen. Like I think it was like two weeks ago when it was Roman Reigns' birthday. Like uh-huh. The Rock posted a picture on like every social media thing. It's like, oh, happy birthday to my cousin. You know, he didn't just power bomb me through a table or anything like that. Like a couple weeks back, you know, or anything. It doesn't matter though. They're family. It's not familiar. <laughs> keep somebody, the kayfabe, keep kayfabe alive. It's somebody, not familiar. I believe somebody this past week on Monday Night Raw tweeted to us asking about the family tree. Yeah, 
We're still trying to trace it. No, I don't think that Rikishi and The Rock are cousins. Dude, next time we see Lance, just hit his. We'll find out everything. We'll finish up the tree. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to offend him or anything. I don't want to be offend like offend him. I, he's no, well, I don't want to be like, oh, well, you, you know, you're not really related to The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just wanted to inform you that you're not really. No, it's like much. I went back in history. I, I went to Samoa. That's why we should have him on the show. That's why we should get Lance on the show to talk about his family, like what he's doing with wrestling and his entire like family line and herit and like what is it heritage? No. Yeah, you could say heritage. All right. That's someone I would love to see in WWE as well. Lance Anawahi? Absolutely. Yeah. For those that don't know, he's a great young talent. And I thought you were just check saying, him for, out. for those of you who don't know, he's The Rock's cousin. He's everyone's cousin. <laughs> if, yeah. if, if, if they're Samoan in pro wrestling, he's probably related to them somehow. <laughs> Except for Samoa Joe. Of course. Come yeah, on. That Samoa other Joe should say, uh, I'm Where trying- are we talking about, Raw? Yeah, because yeah. we, we were talking about the, they were talking about the Usos right, and how they're next go. in line. But anyway... Oh, I have to say just one quick thing with the Usos. They're incredibly over. Yeah, no, oh, they are. Yeah. Hear how loud the crowd is. They pop for their music. They pop. Dude, for I the love dance. their theme song. The, they yell out Us. They yell out O or U, and they I, yell I out love, So. I love their entire theme song. Like when they're doing the dance, that's where my eyes like start to draw to the TV. And then when they get to the halfway point of the ramp and then their theme song hits, I love it. I do – I'm not even lying and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I do sometimes find myself trying to mimic that dance when I'm not even watching wrestling. Please record <laughs> something like that. Please. I'm not How lying. funny would that video be if, if Brandon put face uh, – painted his face like them and just a video of him doing the, the dance on, the, on a ramp or something? No, that is – Umaga is – I found the family tree. Oh, dude, you – it's so tough it's to find what actually you. What, were you gonna say with the, what are you going to say with Umaga? Umaga is Rikishi's brother. Right. Yeah. So that so makes that's um- their, that their, that is their uncle, but with The Rock. When that fits in, there's no there's no connection with The Rock other than they were brothers. No, no, because The Rock is cousins to Rikishi's... Oh, the not, Rock is like the uncle. I'm looking at it right now. The Rock is like the uncle to Rikishi and Umaga. But it's, no. it's like blood brother. They're, they're not. Un- him, he's not an uncle. Yeah, they were Peter Maivia and um, Peter Maivia. Like the only blood like relation. Blood brothers. Yeah, they're not blood brothers. They're they're brothers. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, Umaga, Rikishi, and Tonga Kid are all brothers. And then Roman Reigns and Rosie are brothers. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I think Lance's brothers with. Uh, Manu and yeah, yeah. Whoever his other the other brother is, um, I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get let's get back on rock because this could be a maybe this will be a specialty podcast. We'll do the Simone family tree. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's an episode of Ringside Reactions. Pick your favorite member. No, you wow. You just we'll talk about Ringside Reactions in a minute though. Uh, a couple uh, quick things we want to breeze through here before we get the Shameless plugs. Sheamus defeats Cody Rhodes. Good match. Yep. Good. Um, Caitlyn and the Funkadactyls defeat AJ and the Bell Twins. Next week, Luke Hudson's going to make his uh, Raw debut as a secret admirer. <laughs> cannot wait. Yep, cannot wait. I do have my ticket to Monday Night Raw. Where? Whoa. Wherever uh, Raw is next week, they're uh, flying down. The Barclays Center? <laughs> no, it's not Barclays. Not, not, not next week. That's in July. Oh, that's in July. Okay. Um, and this... He's hinting at that me. I was the secret admirer. No, it's Luke know. Hudson. We all know this. Come on. Oh, yeah, but... If it's know, him, I'm going to be fucking everything else. The end of that the six way the six man tag team match the end of that was just epic. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, it, it was, was just so fast. It was one of those things. It was one of those things where someone hit one finisher. Someone went through something. Something happened. Something happened. And it's just like 
bam, 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 and then the end of the match. I love it when it's like that because it keeps you guessing. You don't know what the finish is going to be mm-hmm. or how it's going to end up, and it's just it's perfect. You know, as a uh, wrestling fan, after you say two times in a row, bam, I, I expect a Bigelow. Bigelow? Or Roasted. Uh, no, but if you're saying it two times in a row. Or, or, or I could just be singing Bam Bam Bigelow's theme song. Yeah, but no, it's not Bam 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 Bam. That's what his theme song was. Wasn't it? No. No, it wasn't. It was not like that. It was Bam Bam. Dun, dun. Yeah, but then it was just like Bam Bam. Yeah, but it wasn't Bam 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 Bam. When you no. say bam bam, I expect Bigelow afterwards. Bam, another bam, 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 bird, 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 bird. All right, anyway, and the last okay. good thing we got to talk about, a well, great thing, another promo from the Wyatt family. Dude, yeah. epic stuff right there. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty I'm, 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 I cannot wait to see him come out on that ramp with a mic and just, like, shock and awe the entire crowd. Like this week on NXT. It was awesome. Dude, I love NXT. Yeah, and we we just saw in their promo video we realized that there's some NXT wrestlers or ex NXT wrestlers. Yeah, Audrey Marie, uh, Chris Christopherson's son. Yeah, well, yeah, I think they just use yeah, they just use. Uh, that's what I said last week. I think a lot of that was the original Bray Wyatt promos that they kind of spliced into the new stuff because you don't see Luke Luke Harper. I almost said Luke Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I both both too. have mustaches, right? Yeah. I, do that too. Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, uh, you don't see them in the same thing with the other people. So I, I see so much potential with them because if you've been watching NXT, the size difference, like how huge they are. And dude. Have them feel oh, with tons of funk when they come in. Dude, um, Harper, the way that he moves in the ring, he takes bumps like he's a uh, cruiserweight. Yeah. Like he um, doesn't like he doesn't just like collapse like a normal big man. He actually takes a – he'll flip over something or – He'll actually take the maneuver and make it look really good. Yeah. Uh, here's something that nobody noticed last week. I assume nobody noticed is that when I started talking about the Wyatt family, I started playing their music and nobody heard it. Yeah. I, I don't know. How many times did you listen to the show to uh, hear that one, Brayden? <laughs> I think. Uh, well, I, I played the music. I know. I think Harper says stuff during his match too, but I forgot what it was. Like how Bruiser Brody used to say and Berserker used to huss. Mm-hmm. I, I think – like, ah. Yeah, I think Harper said, like, has something like that that he's been doing in his matches, and I think it's, it's really – it's cool. If Bruiser Brody used to huss, then what did Scott Steiner do? Ah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Great. Saturday, we're going to be getting 45-mile-an-hour wins. Wyatt families. Music kind of sound like aces and eights. No, no. Okay. Okay. On that note, uh, anything else we got to talk about WWE wise? Uh, no, sir. Um, no. Next week we're going to talk about NXT. Big things oh, happening. Do you guys like the No DQ? I liked it. I thought it was a good match. Okay, I, I liked it. I'm, I'm start like if they're going to continue with the way that he's winning though. I mean, they got he has to have at least one legit pinfall victory over one of these guys. Uh, maybe that'll come next week with Triple H. Who knows? Yeah, I I agree. I agree. So um, yeah, that's it. And uh, on that note, Wait, is that what we're talking about? What were we talking about? Curtis Axel just then? Oh uh, yeah, I just couldn't figure. Yeah, I couldn't figure out where we haven't really spoken all that much. Hey, wow, we're just all over the place today. Love yeah. it, love with it. The, with with the whole wind and everything, I just uh, I don't want like a tropical storm is hitting or tropical whatever. storm Andrea. It better not fuck up my chances of going to PWS. When, tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow, 73 degrees, chance of rain 20%. We're going to get most of it tonight. 
Yeah. Oh, right. I, yeah, dude, hopefully it doesn't flood tonight. I'm at Westbury. It's going to fucking... Oh, yeah, you're going to see Willie Nelson? Yeah. Jeez, you, you are just... You are the just Brandon's social butterfly. So when he's there. I don't smoke weed. Bullshit. I don't smoke that shit. Chris, how often have you seen... That's dude, not even funny. You. Don't try and lie to people. <laughs> that's not funny. Don't... Like, that's... Like, literally... Who else goes to a Willie Nelson concert? Brandon? A country music fan. And a stoner... All right. Anyway, okay, but Brand, Brandon's, uh, you know, don't so- say Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, cousin Brandon. Anyway, let's get into a shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. First shameless uh, fudge. All right. First shameless plug goes to NYWC as they present "Going the Distance" on June fifteenth, and not the cake at- song. Excuse me. And not the cake song. I've never eaten fudge. I don't know. Okay. But it's at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. Tickets are for front row 25, general admission, $20. You're going to see Mike Mondo versus Dickie Rods. You'll see tag team title match, which is a double dog collar match. Smith James and Bill Carr, the champions, defending against Mikey Whipwreck and Stockade. You think see- all four of them will be connected? Yes. Yes. Like all four of them, like across yes. the Yes. Yeah, I think it's going to kind of like a crisscross. Make you want to? Like they're gonna have uh, Dude, like no opposite way. their uh, opponents. It, it would be cool if there was one long chain and like two, four chains coming out the sides to connect. I can them. see, I can see two chains coming out of one. I guess two uh, chains. Horrible fucking rapper. Actually, yeah, two chains. <laughs> yeah, he is pretty oh, bad. Yeah, apparently I had no idea who he was, and they ripped they ripped on me uh, for not knowing who I who he was. Hey, now David hears voices in his head. <laughs> yeah, right. They talk to him. <laughs> Stand. They always do. They always tell me what to say. Right. So and what they, about more about going to distance? Yeah, they're telling me right now that <laughs> DJ Fat Pack and uh, Kiplin uh, Stevens are going against one-man militia, Matt Justice and Jesse Vane. So 7 p.m. bell time, NYWC Sportatorium. Deer and Park. Big, o, big O's the champion, so who knows if he's – Yeah, he's, there's nothing updated about and Big And Tony Nese is suspended. Yeah, Tony Nese is suspended for uh, his rampage in the office. Not rampage Jackson. Yeah. yeah right? But for more of the, I like to say, horny details, uh, watch NYWC Livewire coming up this week. It's going to be a big go-home show to Going the Distance, and they're going to be giving away a free ticket because I won and I can't go. So, uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's what it's about, free tickets. Yeah. Well, one <laughs> free right. ticket. One yeah, free ticket. one free ticket. And enter, seriously. If you can go and you can get to Deer Park, go, seriously. Oh, it's pretty funny that with that two chains. Apparently, the kids, the my classmates, think it, shit that I say is so funny that they created a Twitter handle. Uh, it's not shit. Dave says sixteen. Oh uh, my god, funny. where is it? I have to follow no, it. Yeah, it's, it's not at, funny. It's that shit. Dave says sixteen. It's pretty funny. There's like two things on there. It's like follow my podcast. No, seriously, follow my podcast. That was the two funniest was, things on there. Shit, and I Dave says. It. I wrote to them. I was like, this isn't funny at all. And they yeah, wrote back a nasty apparently I say the most random and funny things at times. So they want to keep a, a little journal of every funny thing I say. You guys really got me hooked on that Snapchat thing. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever known Dave to be funny? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he answers it himself. All right. Go follow Allie at the Alley Cat 1122 because hopefully she's listening right now and she was stalking Chris at the train station. No, she was. So, I was at Subway yesterday oh, getting. Oh, Subway? Yeah, and apparently. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. I actually legit thought train station is Subway. Why would somebody on Long Island say Subway talking about the train I don't station? know. It didn't, it didn't really click. <laughs> yeah, I'm special. 
You but yeah, props to Yali. You spat, spotted one of the guys from marking out. And she didn't come um, also, up. She didn't come over to say hi to me. I kind of felt a little celebrity status right there, guys. I'm not gonna lie. She she didn't want to become. She didn't want to come between a man and a sandwich. Dude, so. listen. Okay, so I went to Subway. Everyone knows that uh, my love of Subway. I have 180 Subway points right now on my card. How much does that? What do you use them for? Odd yeah. free oh. shit. You got Dude. free cookies. You got a free drink. You got no. Shit. I have enough for like two and a half free footlongs. So that'd be a, a foot long, two foot longs and a six inch. Well, God, it sounds like a party to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, continue, Dave. All right, and the last shameless plug goes to Marks on Commentary at M O Commentary, a professional wrestling podcast. Marks on Commentary, on Commentary, <laughs> the unrecognized symbol of excellence in pro wrestling. Go check them out on iTunes, on Stitcher, YouTube. Vimeo and Facebook.com slash Marks on Commentary. Go check them all out. What, what? Yeah, done. It's Raspberry also, Jam. We already went through this. You know, it's that, funny. It's funny if you read them in the Dave voice. Yeah, I, I, could, I could picture that one. Um, yeah, so on to Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's match of the week this week comes from uh, maybe the last Chikara event ever. It was the Spectral Envoy versus the Colony Extreme Force. Solid match, and I think there was only one arm drag in it. So go check that out. I think you could probably find it on Daily Motion. Uh, or get the pay per view, smvod.com. Or go to smartmarkvideo.com and order the DVD. Because, yeah, Chikara is awesome. Anyway, uh, Brandon, who are you shouting out? This is marking out smooth jazz. Brandon Shoutouts going to make you come. Uh, do, do we all watch Storage Wars here? No. Yes. Uh, well, the first shout-out goes to Roddy Piper because he was on it last week. Uh, he wasn't buying anything, but Barry found a kilt and in his unit, and uh, the girls that he has with him took him to a pub to meet and surprise him with uh, Roddy Piper, and Roddy Piper quoted him on the kilt. Barry's awesome. Yeah. It's definitely my uh, favorite. Uh, Andrew F. at DrewFam97 on Twitter gets the second shout-out. As you heard earlier, he brought a marking outside to SmackDown this week at the Nassau Coliseum, and for that, we thank you. Did you did you see a picture of it yet? Yeah, I think I posted it. Oh, that's what the picture was on the Facebook? Yeah. Okay. And last shout-out goes to Shirt Hawkins and Justin Gabriel. They should be main eventing Raw, not main eventing main event. So Yeah. And it was a really good match. Yeah, that was a really good match. And uh, apparently our tweet made the WWE app, and that's why it's our picture of the week. Hell yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah, to, so uh, if- thanks to Shirt Hawkins for putting that on Instagram. You can't call him that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call anybody any, anything I want. Dude, I'm so call curious to what people walking by my dorm room right now are like thinking. Like they, they, they already me. think nothing less of you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, we, definitely. We just <laughs> <laughs> spend more time reading Dave tweets. Yeah, right. No, um, any but yeah, good, uh, good shout outs, Brandon. Dude, there's, there's another uh, Dave tweet on there that says, "I once ate raw chicken with my left hand," and like that's not funny. <laughs> no, there isn't. Oh, Nathan's hot cheese. Dude, everybody loves Nathan's hot cheese. Come on. And he's not even talking about the restaurant. It's disgusting. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, That's let's disgusting. get Let's anyway, let's get into it. It's our
Mark out moment of the week. Uh, Brandon and Dave both have mark out some moments of the week. What are they? Uh, well, I guess I'll start. Well, I feel like we have a uh, another one, but I don't know. So say it. No, I'm just I'm going to say that during the Bully Ray and Jeff Hardy match, when Jeff Hardy was on the ladder, almost had the the hammer. Bully Ray ripped the ladder out from underneath him, and I, I don't think I've ever seen that done before. Just the All way right. he ripped it out, like literally just ripped him out. I thought well, it was cool. I, I went to this bar up in Troy, Footsie Magoo's, I think. And How come it's they like didn't one... get a shameless plug? Excuse me? How come they didn't get a shameless plug? I don't know. But, yeah, it's like this Guys, seriously, bar. follow my podcast. Yeah. So you walk in. You got, like, do you have a marking out flyer, by the way, Dave? Dude, I have tons. Can you Why send them you... to me? Because we need a bunch of them. Why don't you uh, pin pin one up? On well, that's the... what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually talk to the bars and see if I can hang them up. Well, I was going to say – Chris, the... I'll talk to you after the show about all that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I walked into the place. It's like scented candles and stuff. It's kind of like very, oh, what is that? Uh, effing Groovin? Yes. It's it's awesome. a lot like effing Groovin, but they have a foosball machine and ski ball machine. A foosball machine? Yeah, dude. They have like old. Do you mean a foosball table? Yeah, foosball <laughs> table. But yeah, I was just it was a normal night. I walked into the bathroom. And they have a bunch of like old vintage pinup magazines, but they also have. Old school pro wrestling illustrated uh, magazines from like 1986. All the covers like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Jesse Ventura, everybody. So as I was taking a piss, I was kind of marking out. So that was by, by cool. pinup, by pinup, you mean like the models, right? Yeah, yeah, the old like the old school. Uh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, cool. Mark. Yeah, out. so I marked out for that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and that's our show for this week, folks. Uh, one thing we want to tell you before we close out the show, Ringside Reactions is coming back and we will be doing our second episode coming up this Thursday at 9? 10? Who knows? Yeah, 9 or 10. 9 or 10, but we will definitely keep you posted. Hardcore wrestling is the theme maybe coming off of this week's Tournament of Death. We will talk a little bit about that. Uh RS Reactions on Twitter. If you want to email us any questions, comments, concerns about that, or just email any of us if you want to uh, do anything like that. But until then, MarkingOut.com, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut. Subscribe and listen on iTunes and Stitcher Radio as well. For myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors and we will see you next week on the podcast